What it do, what it do, we go down, party people. It's your boy, Jay Grizz, also known as Unbeaten Spade, also known as Josh to you guys over at Hammer DFS. And tonight, I'm going to help you break down tonight's massive 11-game slate. This is my first attempt at a podcast, man. So, you know what I'm saying? In the chat, give me some feedback after you uh, listen to it. And tell me where I can approve that, man. Uh, my college semester is over. I got a bunch of time on my hand. I don't start work till 7 tonight. So, hey, why not help the people, right? All right, so let's waste no more time. Let's get straight to it. Uh, first game, we got Milwaukee at Indiana. Milwaukee is favored by two and a half points. Uh, the overall game total is 217 and a half. For as injuries concerned, uh, far as injuries are concerned, we have Giannis Antetokounmpo. He is ruled in. Pat Cognitant, the back of forward, is out tonight. And Victor Oladipo will be in in limited minutes. Victor Oladipo being in and even in limited minutes means that Darren Collison's production and overall value goes down. If you paid attention to his his price lately, he's in the mid to high sixes, almost 7K. Victor Oladipo even being back in just limited amount of spurts kills off his, his value completely, completely. Um, spe- um, speaking on the other side of the ball, we have Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, going up against... Indiana, who really doesn't have anybody large enough or athletic enough to keep up with him, maybe we might see a little bit more uh, Sabonis tonight to keep up with Giannis. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sabonis has the size. Sabonis has the athleticism to not get into foul trouble. So maybe we see some more Sabonis tonight. Who knows, right? Sabonis has that upside to 50, 50 point upside around there, around their neighborhood. So maybe that's a GPP play, GPP play that you're interested in tonight. Um. Other than that, I really don't really see too much from this game. Maybe you want to play Miles Turner uh, against Milwaukee's uh, center versus uh, Brooke Lopez, but um, I really don't see it. And um, that's, that's, that's really all it is to this game. Uh, next game up, we got Brooklyn at Philly. Philly is favored by 6.5 for the 224 game total. As far as injuries is concerned, Jimmy Butler is out or doubtful, rather, with a groin injury. Uh, if Jimmy Butler is ruled out, which we'll get news uh, be- because the game is at lock time, which most like we'll get news of Jimmy Butler before locks, hopefully. Um, but Jimmy Butler being out means that you get an elevated um, means that you get elevated uh, expectations from Ben Simmons, uh, JJ Redick, and Joel Embiid. For especially Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid is probably one of the better spots of the slate. Going up against uh, Sinners versus Brooklyn, which is a, a spot that I continually like to target. Uh, on the flip side, uh, DeAndre Russell. I, I, I would fail you if I did not mention DeAndre Russell. DeAndre Russell, last time out versus Philly, put up 72.75 fantasy points. Yeah. I, mean, I believe he finished out with almost a nasty triple-double. 28 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. On fifty-seven percent shooting, I'm I'm pulling this off the top of my head. I might be wrong, but um, absolutely nasty performance last time, right? And you might okay, that might be a fluke. Well, go look at the DVP numbers for the last ten games for point guards versus Philly. You will be you will be surprised. You would think a guy like Ben Simmons would have no problem guarding guards, but that's 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 really just not the case, man. Um, point guards versus Philly has been a, a spot that you can rely on at least recently. Um. As far as other uh, as far as other players on that Brooklyn squad, you got Jared Allen, who's oftentimes in like the mid five Ks, but it's only going to get you about like thirty fantasy points, so uh, thirty thirty five really. 
so I, I don't see it, especially in GPP. I feel like you, for cheaper, you can get somebody who can give he, give you the same amount of fantasy production. So I really don't see a reason why you would want to play Jared Allen, unless you're going with the narrative that Jared Allen is going to have to stay on the quarter line to keep up with Joel Embiid. But still, his upside is somewhat limited. Uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson is somebody who you need to have when you're bored. Um, he's starting to get his legs under him, and he's saying he's, he's finally started. He started about it. He's finally started starting over Jared Dudley a couple weeks ago, but uh, he's he's finally starting to get his legs under him. So he he's not yet he's not yet the guy that he was last season. Is somebody who you would consider fantasy relevant at least in GPPs at this moment. But it's it's somebody you want to keep on your radar. Uh, other than that, I really don't see uh, really too much in this game. Outside of Ben Simmons, JJ Reddick, Joel Embiid. And DeAndre Russell, that's it. Um, moving on, we got Detroit at Charlotte. Uh, five, and a half, five and a half is the uh, spread for Charlotte. 217 and a half game total. Um, off top, I'm not too interested in it because uh, Charlotte's a, a solid defensive team. So is Detroit. Um, so in this game, seeing, so in these games like this, I try to stick... If, if I'm going to play in this game, I want to stick to what I know, right? So I know Blake Griffin is like the seven-foot version of Westbrook, right? You go look at his numbers. He's stuffing the stat sheets this season. Andre Drummond should absolutely do work against Cody Zeller. And for Charlotte, I mean, we know where it's coming from. It's Kimball Walker and Kimball Walker alone. And that's, that's, that's really what it all boils down to. Uh, if, you, if you want to get a little fancy, uh, you want to pay attention, there is a bit of injury news. Um, they're really not that significant, but it is some interesting injury news. We have uh, Reggie Bullock, who has been ruled out. If Reggie Bullock is out, maybe you get a little extra minutes of, of uh, Luke Kennard. Excuse me. Last time out, he was a uh, 3K. I was so close to putting him in, uh, in in the official line. I was so close to doing it, but I was like, hey, it's, it's looking hard. I can't do it. I can't do it. But uh, he came out and absolutely killed at 3,000. So I believe he's 3,300 uh, 3, tonight. Uh, still in play, especially how thin they are at the wings position over in Detroit. Uh, moving on to the next game, we got uh, Boston at Washington. Um, Boston is favored by three points, 220 total. As far as injuries is concerned in this game, um, Wall has been ruled in. Kyrie is probable. Otto Porter is questionable. Aaron Baines is probable. And Gordon Hayward is out. So with Gordon Hayward is out, immediately my mind runs to Jalen Brown. Uh, recently, he's kind of he's gotten his legs under him. Uh, he started he started off really really weak uh this year and um he's been starting to get his, get his legs under him and um they if if you pay attention to the rotations a lot of times uh when Gordon Hayward comes in Jalen Brown go uh, when you know saying when Gordon Hayward goes in Jalen Brown comes out when Jalen Brown goes in Gordon Hayward goes out so you know saying paying attention to that rotation kind of keeps it keep that note in my mind that if one is out the other is going to get those minutes right so Jalen Brown is definitely in play tonight um, Kyrie Irving's in play tonight. Um, Al Horford is definitely in play tonight. Uh, without Dwight Howard in Washington, there is no rim protection. There is no stopping a, a center versus Washington. That Washington centers versus Washington is the spot. Um, Al Horford does uh, bring up a little bit of concern because uh, his upside most times are is pretty limited to like maybe forty fantasy points. But um, I, I think this is a spot that he could dominate in. Um, from the Washington standpoint, uh, I really don't want anybody. Uh, maybe you can make a case for John Wall, but 
Everybody's healthy now. It's especially if Otto Porter plays. Everybody's healthy now. You got John Wall, Bradley Bill, Otto Porter, Jeff Green, uh, Markeith Morris, uh, Thomas Bryan, Sadoransky, uh, Ubre, Sam Decker. They just got. There's, there's there's so many players on this team that could you know normally they would get around twenty minutes, maybe thirty minutes. There's, there's so many different ways for this team to go. I like it's it's almost a situation where there's too many mouths to be fed. Um, if you want to make a case for anybody on this team, and this is this is for a game actually, you have the Marcus brother. Uh, sorry, the Morris brothers going up against each other tonight. You got Markeith and uh, Markeith and Marcus going up against each other. I love playing them together, playing them on the same lineup together every time they play each other. So for some reason, this this is the easiest narrative you can get. This is the easiest narrative to get. They look identical. I mean. Down to the beard, they're identical. It's come on, it's their brothers. I, I'm not gonna go too deep into that, man. Y'all already know that that's a narrative. If you want to take that route, go ahead, do it. If if you're a narrative guy like myself, go ahead with it. But it, me, um, being like you know, what I'm saying, reg, being, but me being who I am in my thought process, I want to go there. But my mind's telling me, you know what I'm saying? My mind's telling me no. Uh, next game we got on the slate. We got New York Knicks at Cleveland. Cleveland's favored by one point. Game total is 213. As far as injury news is concerned for the New York Knicks, we have Trey Burke out. And we also have Alonzo Cherrier out. Um, also, a quick note for the Knicks. They believe that Kevin Knox is going to start for Cleveland. I believe... Um, Rodney Hood is in, I believe, and David Nwaba is questionable for tonight. If Nwaba and Hood plays, I want nothing to do with this Cleveland team. Outside of maybe Larry Nance, because Tristan Thompson is going to be ruled out as well. I forgot to mention that. He's going to be out for a week or two. Outside of Larry Nance, maybe. I mean, like, I'm, I'm saying maybe Larry Nance, and then outside of him, nobody else. Um, reasoning why is because, they're like, like the uh, Washington Wizards, they're fully healthy. You got uh, Sexton, Clarkson, uh, Burks. Then you got Hood. Um, they added Delavadova, I believe. Uh, they, they got a dog. They, 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 they got it. They got guards galore over there, right? So I stay away with it. You know what I'm saying? I stay away from those situations where there's too many mouths to feed. In that situation, there's too many mouths to feed. On the vice versa... We finally have some clarification on the New York Knicks backcourt. The whole reason why a lot of people try to stay away from the New York Knicks is because of their unpredictable rotation. However, tonight you're missing Trey Burke and you're also missing Alonzo Trarian, right? Which only leaves two point guards on their roster, Emmanuel Moutier and Frank Nelikina. You know, everybody, their mama's going to go to uh, Emmanuel Moutier. But Franklin Nikhila, in my mind, is, is you know what I'm saying my GPP mind. He's he's peaking so much interest right now. He's three point three k tonight. I'm expecting him to get like twenty to twenty five minutes. You know what I'm saying? In a matchup, I think he could dominate. Right? It's Cleveland of all teams. You know what I'm saying? I think I think he could dominate. And he's he's so cheap. And if he get the minutes, he's gonna crush value. And nobody's nobody nobody's gonna pick up on that. Nobody, because no Franklin Nikhila has burnt so many people already earlier this season. He's already burned so you know what I'm saying the fish are gonna you know what I'm saying the fish are gonna stay away from that situation. 
me being who I am, I'm not going to call myself a shark because I ain't making that type of money like that right now. I mean, I'm doing good, but I ain't, ain't making that type of money. But I'm shark with it, right? So Franklin Aquino is on my radar. Um, as far as this New York Knicks team, uh, maybe Ennis Cantor because it is Cleveland and it is Larry Nance, the only starting big man really that they have. So, um, yeah. Ennis Cantor, Noah Vonley, Kevin Knox. Sure, why not? Especially Kevin Knox if he's just start over Noah Vonley. Sure, why not? Um, other than that, I'm not really too much interested in this team. Uh, moving on, we got Portland at Memphis. Memphis is favored by three points in a 201 and a half game total. Uh, normally, this is a spot where a lot of people try to stay away from uh, because of the game total. Uh, yeah, because simply because of the game total. Um, I don't. I don't think like that. I don't try to predict uh, game totals, and I, I don't. I don't try to predict predict game spreads. I leave that to Vegas. However. I'm not, look, please, I'm not going to shy away from a game at all until until it's proven that, yeah, I need to stay away from it, right? Um, from the Portland side, they're coming in off of a back-to-back, and they're going into a tough matchup against Memphis, who's a pretty good defensive team. So I can understand how you understand somebody, understand somebody going a complete fade against, uh, for uh, completely fading Portland as a team. Uh, for Memphis, though, um, Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green continues to to uh, surprise me. He's been sitting around that four thousand six hundred to eight hundred range, right around that range. Um, if he gets thirty minutes, he's going to get you about like almost forty fantasy points and garnish almost no ownership. And especially in a matchup where the game total is two or one and a half, yeah, nobody's going there. But if he, but if he can get those thirty minutes, oh yeah, it's on, it's on. But other than that, I I really don't have too much interest in this game. Uh, OKC at New Orleans. Uh, OKC is favored by two points, and uh, we have a two thirty four and a half game total. Uh, I'm gonna keep this simple. I'm not going too deep. It's Westbrook or Anthony Davis, maybe Paul George, and that's it. That's it. I know a lot of people when when they see when they see a a a a game where you have two teams who are who are relatively good, and you see the game total, you like close spread, high total. Let's games that. No, 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 no. That's 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 not how I think about it. At least in this in this situation, I want the studs and the studs only. Reason why is because if this game does turn out to be high scoring and competitive, who you think the ball is going to be in the hands of? Julius Randle or Anthony Davis? Really, who you think the ball gonna be hands up? Uh, Stephen Adams or uh, Russell Westbrook? It's 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 not even really up for discussion, right? So if the game stays close, it's gonna be in the ball handlers or the studs' hands, because obviously the, the team runs through them, right? It makes a lot of sense, right? Now, now I'm not saying Julius Randle can't have a dope game. I'm not saying Dennis Schroeder can't have a dope game. I'm not saying Drew Holiday can't have a dope game and and put up some, you know what I'm saying, some decent fantasy points. Well, but I'm just saying, well, am I going to pigeonhole myself, right, and and say, oh, oh I'm going to get cute and stack it all, right, and I can find uh, value, you know what I'm saying, value can reach the same amount of upside as these side pieces, right, whereas I could have just took uh, Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook who, you know what I'm saying, if, if the game stays close and it's high scoring, they're going to hit a like like 80, 90 fantasy points, right? Why would I pigeonhole myself and like, oh, yeah, I got Julius Randle. He scored 45 fantasy points and I feel good about it. No, no. When, not when you could have had 80 and 90 fantasy points from Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook. No, you crazy. 
that's just my philosophy, right? You can game tag, you can do whatever you want to. That's just what I'm thinking about it, right? All right, moving on to the next game, we got Atlanta at Dallas. Uh, Dallas is favored by nine points. You got 225 game total. Um, as far as injuries is concerned, you got Jenny Smith Jr. out for Dallas. For Atlanta, you got uh, the Spellman, Amari Spellman, the Wizard, and then you got Jeremy Lin. Um, so, Baysmore still cheap. That's that's good news. Uh, John Collins is still balling out. That's good news. Those are, those guys still in play. Uh, Trey Young always has the upside. So, I mean, he he's not normally on my roster. He's normally not on my radar. And he's not for a lot of people. But, again, he has about 50 fantasy point upside. So, I mean, it's decent. Um, from the Dallas side of the ball, a lot of people like to attack Atlanta through point guards. Me, personally, I like atta- attacking Atlanta through power forwards. So, that would mean that Harrison Barnes is in a... In a uh, Prime spot. Uh, uh, Harrison Barnes is most times. I haven't looked at the exact numbers tonight, but he's normally around mm, mid to high sixes, and I, I think he could pay off that. He probably put up fifty, fifty-five. That's that's upside range. That's not like expected projected range, right? That's that's upside range. Um, Jalen Brunson has been coming in and playing minutes for um, the injured Dennis Smith Jr. I'm not really too interested in him. Uh, I mean, he's fine. He's he's dope. He's cool. It's, it's just on the level game slate, I prefer to go elsewhere. Um, maybe you can make an excuse for J.J. Barea. And um, obviously, Luka Doncic is in play, obviously. Um, he's going to be rookie of the year this year. Um, DeAndre Jordan's obviously in play. So, yeah. That's that's really what it boils down to is Baysmore, Trey Young, Collins, or Harrison Barnes, Luka, and... Um, Jordan. All right, moving on to the next game. We got Miami at Utah. Utah favored by eight and a half. Two twelve is the game total. I want nothing to do with this game. Absolutely nothing, unless some absolutely major news come out, like um, J- uh, Jason Richardson is out and Justin Winslow is also out. Like un- unless that type of situation happens, which is not going to happen, I want nothing to do with this. Um, really, I take that back. Bam on the bio, right? Uh, White side is still out. He's um, with his girlfriend. They're expecting their child, so uh, that's why he's been away from the team. He's not hurt. He's just been away with the team, away from the team. So Bam is Bam is still firmly in play. Still firmly in play. Uh, next game we got on the slate. We got Minnesota at Sacramento. Minnesota's favorite by three and a half. We have a two twenty seven game total. Uh, from this game, I like Rose. I like Marwa Bagwell. You can make a case for Teague and and Wiggins and Roko or or Robert Covington, as some people call him. Or um, that's really about it, man. It's it's not that it's not that this game total is is not right. It's not that these teams are not right. It's just that the prices. It's like I know I can find better value elsewhere. And that's why I, I I choose not to. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's just I can find better elsewhere. That, that's basically what it all boils down to. Uh, last game on the slate, we got Toronto at Golden State. Golden State is favored by seven points. We have a 227 game total. Um, Andre Godala's already been ruled out. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is questionable, but we all know he's playing. Um, from this game, I want Kawhi Leonard, uh, Valentunas, if he's starting. Uh, and that's about it. 
<laughs> that's about it. Uh, Kyle Lowry has came out multiple times saying that uh, he, he's not looking to score. When, every, when everybody's healthy and everybody's on the team, he's not looking to score. Multiple players on the team has uh, echoed the same sentiment. It's, 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 it's not there for him. Not saying that he can't do well. It's just not there for him. Um, from Golden State, the reason why I say I don't want anybody from it is like you can play Curry, obviously. You can play Durant, obviously, right? It's, it, it's, it, there's no stopping you from playing them. It's, it's just, um, well, first of all, trying to get Curry and Durant on the same team is not possible. Well, it's possible, but your your lineup is going to look ugly. Two, if you try to do that, um, Curry and Durant have probably one of the worst, uh, as far as fantasy is concerned, one of the worst correlation between players. Because if Curry's scoring, that means Durant's kind of taking eh, the second option backseat type role. If Durant's doing it, then Curry, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If, if Curry's going off, Durant's second string. If Durant's doing it, Curry's second string. Um, and the really the biggest factor that really kind of like holds me back from wanting to play them a lot is the fact that Draymond Green is there. Draymond Green, when he's playing and he's healthy, he steals rebounds from Kevin Durant, and he steals assists from Curry. Look, you look at what uh, Draymond Green does. You look at the touches. You look at the passes. That's his role on this team, right? He's he's not that much of a scorer, but he's a rebounder. He's an assistant. That's what he do. Um, 